All right, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast. I'm glad to have you here on this beautiful Wednesday. Today, I have a fairly complex topic that I've been toying with the past few months, even years, possibly my entire life if I come to think about it. But this could prove to be very powerful to you, right? Because I don't even know how to preface this, dude. This is a fucking topic in itself. But let's start by understanding that all understanding is metaphorical and that the universe is a mind. Now, before I heard that, it made me think like, oh, okay, yeah, kind of makes sense. Uh, universe is a mind. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> kind of makes sense, whatever. But you have to understand the mind first, right? The ego or just how the mind makes sense of things, okay? That how your your form, not the formless, how in the material world, how your mind makes sense of reality is through symbols, through stories, through emotion, through uh, concepts, right? Everything is a concept. Language is a concept, right? The only reason you understand what I'm saying is because you speak English. If I were speaking Chinese right now, you would have no idea what the fuck I'm saying, right? That's just like an introduction to it. But you have to understand that we create layers upon layers upon layers of stories overlaying reality, right? That's how we understand things. And that's how we make sense of the world. And that's how we form our identity, especially, and we need to especially become conscious of this, when we have an identity that is not serving our positive growth, right? Nature is growth. Human beings are meant to grow. Now, let's dive a bit deeper into this. Because you have to understand that there is a network. There are layers to this. Everything is kind of connected to one, one another, and that's what creates civilization and uh, just being able to connect with other people and relate to other people are these layers of stories and symbols and concepts and other things. So let's take, um, I'm going to, use the same example that Leo Gura from Actualize.org used with gravity, right? So if I said, hey, do you know what gravity is? Or like, what is gravity? You could give me an explanation, but the only reason we understand what gravity is is because, one, like I don't know exactly what like the formula for gravity is. It's like, in order to understand gravity, you have to understand force. You have to understand, um, like Newton, Isaac Newton's discoveries of that and the stories behind those discoveries and what makes gravity gravity, right? The only reason we know what gravity is, is because of the previous stories that were told about it and the stories that were built on and the metaphors and the concepts that that metaphor and concept was built on right? Now, that is what forms our identity, and that's why trauma and negativity and all of these um, attachments can go very, very deep, and they can take a long time to uncover and work against, right? 
So that's the first thing. And that's how we perceive things. That's perception. And I want to also throw this in because this was proven to be very powerful to me is that you will never have access to another person's state of mind, right? Because their mind interprets every little thing that they see based on the layers of stories within themselves, within that person, and all of the layers that like they understand, right? <laughs> what makes a good teacher is their ability to frame a specific story or concept with other concepts or stories that that specific person understands, right? Bring back up the topic of language where um, if like I could teach you a concept, but then someone that speaks Chinese could come in and teach you a concept as well. Which one would you understand? And why is that? It's because of symbols, language, the things that we have created to make sense of each other and reality. And it's, it's formed this fabric of, of around everything around you, right? I talked about the iceberg of opportunity before where you can dive deep into those stories and those concepts behind a specific thing to gain a deeper awareness of it. But the deeper you go, <laughs> the more you find nothing, the more you find the absolute or God or infinite consciousness, etc., etc. So let's take this mic in front of me, for example. What composes a mic? Well, uh, there's a compressor, there's gain controls, there's um, the manufacturing process that went into it, there's delivery mechanisms, there's everything, right? It's an iceberg, right? You only see the tip of the iceberg and what you use and the utility behind it. And, and the story that's told, the concept that is right in front of you is what you understand, right? That's what creates understanding. So now that's all good. That's all good. But how do we use this in a practical way? Because it's good to understand the depth behind these things, because you are um, more conscious of them and you are able to navigate the situa situations better in a more practical sense because of that. But how do we use this practically, right? So I keep saying stories and metaphors and concepts and the reason, and, and that's what the mind loves. That's what the ego loves. But we want to make this conscious, so we are able to create instead of destroy. So we are able to grow instead of regress, right? That's that's what this is all about. And stories and metaphors and everything, that's how we make sense of things. And spun in another way, that's how we find meaning, right? Religions and um, ideologies and other things, that's how people find meaning in life, right? I'll, I'll give my parents as an example. Um, they're very religious and that's how they find meaning. I've tried talking to them about different things, religion or not. I'm not like against any. I'm not. It's a lens of perception. Okay. And but when I talk to them, it, it's it would be nearly impossible and it wouldn't be a good thing for them to give up those stories and bust through them because it, it gives them meaning. It makes their life good to an extent, but it can also cause suffering if you aren't conscious of these things. So. What do we do? And what is the practical aspect of this? It is that your identity is composed of stories. A story contains a, you can look up how to tell a good story. And I would argue that that would make you a very skilled, persuasive, and powerful person in this world because you understand 
that the mind makes sense of things via stories, and then you can kind of use that to create your own reality, right? But the reason stories are so interesting and meaningful is that there is a protagonist and there is an antagonist, and they battle. They, the yin and the yang, the polarity that is formed, the tension that is created is what creates meaning and excitement in life, okay? The way that Alan Watts puts it is that there's one-third good and two-thirds evil, right? But if you are in the present moment and you are conscious of everything, that evil is not really evil. It's kind of just there. You are, you aren't, it's not painful. It's expected. That's how life is, right? You can't expect evil to not be evil. <laughs> I mean, whatever. We'll dive into that in another topic. But you have to understand that you need an enemy, in a sense, you need a protagonist, I mean antagonist, and you are the protagonist. You are the main character in the story that you are creating. What is the story that you are going to live out that makes life meaningful? What order are you going to bring to your life that allows you to move in a positive direction and battle these demons or antagonists or different little things? And I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about concepts. Okay, I'm talking about concepts and other symbols that you discern as bad or as an antagonist. For me, in my life, what are my demons? What is my antagonist? Well, it would be um, unhealthiness, mediocrity, uh, being scrawny, uh, not making any money, all of these other things that when I'm aware of those things, I can battle against them and move in the other direction because it's not like I can just move in a positive direction when I don't know what to work against. It's not like I can know what to do without knowing what not to do, right? Good and bad. It's it's polarity. I, I can't, a hero doesn't exist without a villain. Okay, do you understand that? So this is also why the, I call it the creation hierarchy, the, the name of that might change. But this is why you need to frame your focus on something positive and you need to start creating order in your own mind and even like create a reference point of what the antagonist is in your story, right? So the for me, let, let's, well, for the creation hierarchy, you need to at least write these things down, right? If you don't know them completely, that's fine. I don't expect you to know exactly what you want out of life. It's not how it works. But you need a vision. You need goals. You need values. You need to write these down. You need to write these down, like right now. Why? Why do you need to write them down? Because then you have an anchor. You have a reference point that you can iterate and refine from. You cannot have a first, I mean, a tenth iteration without a first iteration, right? So how, how can you improve your vision if you don't have a, a baseline, minimum viable vision to begin with? You have to write this down. You have to write down your routines. You have to set things in stone because your memory is not reliable, regarding this. So that's how you start to create the desired outcome of the story that you are playing. Now you need clarity on that, which comes from goals, which comes from curiosity, which comes from learning and educating yourself on the fundamentals of how to reach those goals and actualize that vision. 
and now. You have to also pay very close attention to the enemy or the antagonist of the, 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 how that story is going to play out, how that game of life is going to play out because you're creating this game for yourself to play. Now, who's the enemy? Who are you battling against? Who are you working away from that gives you meaning and makes you wake up in the morning, right? Or makes you launch out of bed in the morning. That's what it is. So I'm running out of breath. But the next thing after that is being conscious as you are uh, playing, you're allowing this game to unfold. You're being conscious of this and you're controlling the player. You're controlling the character instead of being the character, right? You're paying, you are being the observer of your character's actions so you can correct them and not be negatively influenced by them, right? And, and through consciousness, if you are conscious, you are in the present moment. Um, and I talk about thinking a lot, and a lot of people may be making the assumption that uh, all thinking is bad, right? Because thinking is what causes problems, psychological time, etc., etc. But that's not the case. If you are conscious of your thinking, then you are technically in the present moment. If that, and and you can experience something that is negative along this journey in this story. You can experience the antagonist of your story. But if you are conscious of them, it, it, you're present with that experience. There's no psychological time that is actually creating the evil, right? It it's, it it's breaks. It kind of breaks the storyline. And um, how do I explain this in a better way? I don't have a much better way of explaining it at this given moment after giving it some thought. Um, but that's just the thing. If you are conscious, you are present. If you are thinking about your thoughts, then you are conscious. Or if you're conscious about thinking about your thoughts, then you are conscious, right? Otherwise, it's just overthinking. That's like the difference between critical thinking and overthinking in terms of thinking about your thoughts. But the, the moral of this story, <laughs> moral of this story is that, um, the way you make sense of things is through stories. The, the way that um, you succeed in the material world, which is still necessary, it's still a part of the human experience, is succeeding in the material world. The way you succeed in the material world is by creating a story that is well-lived. That's how meaning is created. That's how your mind creates meaning. That's how you create a meaningful life for yourself is by, one, um, developing yourself immaterial immaterially so you can do this consciously and then you uh, develop yourself materially so there is meaning to your life and there is order and you are uh, highly aware of how your mind works and you are spinning that in your favor you are playing the game that you create for yourself to play and you are creating the character that you want to be perceived as and that you and that lives in alignment with truth and curiosity and uh, positivity and moving in a positive direction while having an enemy. And this is also a large business hack, right? Everyone talks about customer avatar, but what about the customer anti-avatar? Who are we rallying against? 
Who are you rallying against that other people can join you on that journey? Who, like, what, what is going to give meaning to someone else's life, right? If they are uh, just going through the motions, like, how do I explain it? Like, my, I, I talk about the 99% of unconscious people a lot. I talk about mediocrity a lot. I talk about junk food a lot. These are antagonists that we can rally against and form that community feel and give meaning to the, the collective in a positive direction, right? And you can lead people to a more positive life and have them become leaders. And it's, it's just like <laughs> conscious stories on top of conscious stories. And this is how you raise the collective human consciousness, I suppose. I don't know too much. Um, but that's just amusing from me. I hope it made some connections in your life, and I hope it was actually practical in some sense so you can apply it to your life and start finding that meaning. So with that, uh, I'll end it there. If you would like to join Modern Mastery HQ, the private community, you can do so by clicking the link in the description. Uh, Podcast listeners get their first month for $5. It's pretty much just systems, strategies, personalized help for building a 10 to 50k a month online business. Yes, those numbers sound big, but when you live consciously, uh, really anything's possible. You don't have limiting beliefs and you can achieve these things. And then there's also the health aspect of things and the performance aspect. So overall, it's just a way of living a very fulfilling and meaningful life with a community of like-minded people that are living out a story for themselves. And they have those antagonists. We have those antagonists there. It's the nine to five job, the uh, mediocrity in general, junk food, all of that stuff. We, We rally against that and we live good lives. So with that, I will see you in the next podcast.